With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I am back. Rodriance for Black and White Sports 2. Let's talk about two people. We've got Mr. Unlimited, and we've got Aaron Rodgers. We've got David Bottiari, which is one of Aaron Rodgers' really good friends on the Green Bay Packers, saying that he believes that Rodgers is going to be a Jet. And then he goes on this big rant about unless the Packers decide to do blah, and we'll get to blah. Don't you worry. Um, Also, I've got Dog with me. That's right. Dog is here. And you may be asking, well, what is the deal with the slightly longer videos these days? We're noticing some some 15, 16, 17, 18-minute videos. Number one, I'm trying to give you the best bang for your buck. Number two... Trying to go the grow the podcast, and well, the longer the video, the longer the audio, which does better on podcast. Go subscribe, and I never say this. Go leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcast. It would you would be un you would it would be unimaginable how much that helps a podcast grow. That one singular thing that Apple Podcast rating. Can, can explode a podcast, okay? Uh, it, it absolutely can. Uh, the more Apple podcast ratings there are that are five stars, the better they do. And we're available wherever fine podcasts are available. It doesn't have to be Apple Pod, but that's the one that carries the most weight in that world, just to be honest with you. Um, so you, you can't have a big podcast if you don't have like a thousand Apple podcast ratings and i think we got like 36 yeah so anyway there's that and we've got russell wilson let's just start with russell okay i'm always on the lookout for a good russell wilson video now look guys russell wilson is all right he came in the the broncos traded for him last year and it was a total train wreck now we want to believe some of that is nathaniel hackett I know a lot of people probably think I'm a Russell Wilson hater. Look, Russell Wilson does some unbelievably out of touch, cringeworthy things that makes that that literally makes me want to scoop my eyeballs out with a spoon, okay, and then throw them across the room or toss them up and let my dogs eat my eyeballs. All right, just horrible, horrific, heinous. Jesus, in Jesus' name, Subway ads that we, we're all trying to get therapy for. We all know, all right? Knee highs on a plane. Everything Russell's done. Then Russell went out there last year, and he sucked. He was terrible. Now, Nathaniel Hackett might have been, in large part, the reason. But Russell Wilson is hes having to show his ass this year. And what I mean by that is he's going to have to go out there and there's never been any question about Russell's work ethic. Oh, I will say that. 
He might be out of touch. He might even be out of touch with his teammates. By the way, that better correct itself this year because I don't think there's an option. Sean Payton is in the house. Sean Payton will probably eventually end up being a Hall of Fame coach, Super Bowl winning coach. Him and Drew Brees connected at the hip, had all the success with Drew Brees, and they're expected. Super Bowls are bust in Denver now, right? Um, good luck in that division, but that's neither here nor there. So Russell is making a point to at least make it look good. Now, does that surprise us from Russell Wilson? No, but Russell Wilson is already in the building, by the way, without his entourage. That's right. What was his team's name? I can't remember what the team name was. What was it? Team 13? Team 33? I don't know. Who cares? Russell Wilson spent plenty of years with the Seattle Seahawks doing plenty of right things. And now, after his first lost season with the Denver Broncos, he's trying to do the right thing by being an off-season tone setter. This is SI.com. It's, quote, voluntary workout time for the Broncos and Wilson, and it seems he is trying to, quote, work away the bad memories of post-trade 2022 NFL season, according to Broncos insider Mike Kliss. I probably didn't say your name right. I apologize. Wilson was among the first players to show up at the Dove Valley team headquarters the first day of off-season workouts on Tuesday. The weight room opened at 4.30. Cliss writes, and sometime before, quote, sunrise, the quarterback showed up, quote, driving a show-stopping sporty black sedan. Can we get them making a model? Is that something we can do? Inquiring minds want to know the making model of Russell Wilson's Mr. Unlimited. Does he have that on the back window? Mr. Unlimited. We want to know the making model of said car. Uh, the So we can scratch it off our list and never buy one again. The picture being painted in Denver, of course, is that, quote, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Wake up, Wilson. <laughs> uh, Jesus, God, they've given, uh, we've got yet a new, a new Russell Wilson nickname. Wake up, Wilson is taking a different approach to team building that he exhibited a year ago when he and his entourage infamously was given his own personal office at the team facility. By the way, Sean Payton said that will never happen again. It's our guys or it's no guys, Russell. And when he was he, uh, when he was hit with a season-long barrage of reports of conflicts in his locker room, the Broncos have turned to former New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton as the, quote, new sheriff in town. And some are suggesting that Wilson's attendance Tuesday is a purposeful 
effort to fix all of the things that were broken when Denver went 5-12 and in Wilson's first season with the team. That's probably not fair. Wilson didn't experience his decade of success in Seattle without a work ethic. The difference now, the Broncos are hungry to justify the blockbuster trade with the Seahawks. Need everybody to know about it. So, uh, they're saying that part of this is, at least the belief could be, Russell's trying to save face here a little bit, right? Here I am. I'm here. First day, off-season workouts. Mr. Unlimited's in the house. Can we get a danger witch up in here? Can we get that? Can I? I need a sub. Give me a danger witch. Um... So, Russell's here, Mr. Unlimited. Do I think Russell Wilson will be better this year? I do. I, I mean, I do. i got to be honest with you. But he does have a lot of pressure because, look, number one, they gave up a shit ton to get his ass. And two, it was a train wreck, right? And three, Geno Smith balled the hell out and got a nice fat contract out of it. That is the other thing. As of right now, Russell Wilson's contract, who he got a big contract from Denver, he's got the pressure of living up to that contract or it going down as one of the worst contracts in the history of football. There were people last year that uttered worst trade since Herschel Walker. Think about that. All right. A lot of people deem that to be the most egregious trade of all time. And people were saying it. When connected to Russell Wilson because it was that big of a dumpster fire. Now, let's get to Aaron Rodgers' boy, David Bottiari, because he offered up some comments yesterday. And he did come out and say, look, I believe Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet. But then he dropped some, if you're a Jets fan, some really troubling sort of vernacular. Like, why did you even bring this up? I don't know. Are you trying to be traded to the Jets? Because it's kind of odd because him and and Rodgers are really tight. And we've even say, seen David Bottiari come out and publicly back Aaron Rodgers when the media and a lot of people were trying to drag his ass uh, over the whole COVID thing and over the Epstein list thing and all that. David Bottiari, Jimmy Kimmel has still not recovered from being skint alive by David Bottiari. Well, he come out and he said, I think he's going to be a Jet. But the Packers could do the following, which should scare the shit out of Jets fans. All right. Uh, so let's just get into this. This is Fox News. Talks between the Packers and Jets on an Aaron Rodgers trade appear to be at a stalemate. I think it'll be done before the draft. However, long time Packers offensive tackle David Bottiari believes a deal will get done. He also shared his thoughts about the timing of the deal, predicting the trade would likely happen prior to the draft. We see eye to eye on that. Quote, I think the most simple thing is the Packers get whatever picks they wanted. They'll get it before the draft, and then time will show us. He's going to be a Jet, Bakhtiari said on Barstool Sports, bussing with the boys' podcast. That's a pretty good podcast. The three-time Pro Bowl left tackle added he's aware the Packers would largely be viewed as a team in a rebuilding mode if Rodgers departs. 
This is the part that sort of leads you to believe that maybe Batiari that he wants the hell out of out of Green Bay because he sees this is going to be a rebuild and it's a sinking ship. All right. Uh, now it should be noted. Still got Aaron Jones there. Got a couple of young, good wide receivers. It may be the Jordan Love thing that that Batiari is not not convinced of, but it does look like a rebuild. Quote, the Packers are rebuilding, whether you think so or not. Batiari just said it. Could they be good? I don't know. Could they be bad? Probably. (laughs) That might go in the thumbnail. Packers gonna suck. Probably, if you're not, if you're betting, more people are gonna think they're gonna be bad than good, right? Question mark. Isn't that fair to say? So then they'll be like, well... We're going to suck anyways. Batiari also shared an interesting theory about what could happen if Rodgers stayed with Green Bay. Quote, we want what we want, and we're not going to bend to anyone. So we'll just eat it. Talking about Aaron Rodgers' contract. We'll pay you. We don't care. If we're going to do it our way, it's going to be on our terms. If not... What are we going to be? Super Bowl contenders anyway? Question mark. So we'll eat it. You, Rogers, can hang on the side. We'll pay you, Rogers, your money. And then we'll suck anyways. Get the picks as compared to dealing him for something that you shouldn't have. The Packers do not have a singular owner and are publicly owned by shareholders. Shareholders are not going to be happy if they go down that road. They will not. And honestly, I think the lack of an actual singular owner, a.k.a. Jerry Jones, you know, a.k.a. Stan Kroenke, a.k.a. Robert Kraft, the absence of the owner that can walk in and say, David Tepper, that can walk in and say, enough is enough, trade the guy. We're done. We're not going to make this ugly in franchise history. Just trade him. I mean, the fans are on actually on board with moving on from our Hall of Fame quarterback. They could be livid right now with us wanting to deal Aaron Rodgers. Trade him. We got lucky here. The, the fan base is on board, which I honestly thought was going to be a bigger issue. I really did. I thought there would be a large portion of the Packers fan base that would be pissed right now because they'd be like, look, number one, you're putting on the season in a division that, in my opinion... As long as Aaron Rodgers is still on the Packers, they still got a good chance to win. He was injured last year. I mean, you know, a billionaire billionaire owner likely wouldn't be happy with the idea of losing $60 million in a single season due to one player simply not playing. But since one person will not have to incur the cost, the franchise does have the opportunity to, quote, eat the Rodgers contract in 2023 if the deal with the Jets happens to blow up. So I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real here. And we we saw Joe Douglas come out and say that Aaron Rodgers was gonna be a Jet. David Bottiari, even though he brought out this interesting theory, he did say he's gonna be a Jet. I do think it'll happen before the draft. All right. Could be on draft day or right before the draft starts. It could be, frankly, while the Jets are on the clock in the first round. I mean, that that's how much drama we could end up getting out of this thing, you know? 
And who knows? Roger Goodell might have called the Packers and, and the Jets and been like, can we uh, can we wait till the absolute last moment while the Jets are actually on the clock? Because that will make for great television. Um, I think you'd be shocked with what actually goes on behind the scenes. Do I think that'll happen? No, I do not. So don't run out there and say that. But uh, you get the point. Be a lot of intrigue, would it not? And as long as this Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson thing is still hanging over, going into the draft, things is going to be wildly interesting. And the other thing that would be interesting is, could another team get involved on draft night? I mean, what happens if another team calls him up and is like, we'll offer you the fourth for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, the Packers going to say, oh, you know what? You got it. Boom. Off to the Colts. I, I mean, I'm just <laughs> I'm just throwing out that kind of weird curveball kind of thing, right? Uh, do I think it'll happen? No, I don't. But you, you get the point, right? Uh, so that's neither here nor there. I'm, I am kind of rambling at this point. Anyway, uh, back on track. So uh, I digress. This, that, and the third, right? Okay. So anyway, Batiari is kind of interesting in this whole thing because part of me believes he wants out of Packer land. Who could blame him? By the way, and one to make sure I said this, if it gets around to the Packers, actually paying Aaron Rodgers to sit, Mark Murphy should have his ass fired immediately. The problem is, who fires Mark Murphy exactly? But yeah, there's no reason for this to go on like that. Mark Murphy should be run off. Brian Gunacus, out of there. Peace. You should be run off if this gets to the point where the Packers are eating Aaron Rodgers' salary and he's not playing. If he stayed, your ass is getting on the field. Jordan Love, sorry. I mean, I'm not paying somebody 60 mil to sit. Never. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.